0: Well, this is dangerous because I know at the end of the service I get a pie in the face. And I get to preach. So the longer I preach, the longer I put that off, right? No, I, I hope that, uh, that this will just be a, a brief moment for us. Your kids have been learning some great truths from the Bible all this week in fun ways with Top Chef Zach and with DJ Cupcake and all the songs and the scripture verses. We hope you've enjoyed that. How many of you parents, you're already tired of the songs because you've heard them a million times? I hate, to, I hate to break this to you, but there are YouTube videos, so it could, this VBS could just go on all year. Uh, if you want to look those up, but we're glad that you're here today. If you have a Bible, would you turn right now in the Bible, however you get your Bible, whether it's in book form or app form, go ahead and open those up to Luke chapter 15 verses 11 through 24. Every week we hear from the Bible. The Bible is an ancient book that uh, was written originally in Hebrew and Aramaic and the New Testament in Greek. And so it is something why would we look at? Because we are convinced as a church that the Bible is the written word of God and it tells us the story of God's faithfulness. That when we as human beings sometimes are unfaithful, God still is faithful. When we are selfish, God's love is still selfless. And we also believe that the teachings here help us. God uses these teachings to form us into the human beings that He created us to be. That we can live our best life by learning and reading from the Bible. So every week we take a little bit of time uh, to hear a teaching from God's Word. And so we're excited for that. We're starting a new series called The Invite. Why is it important to share what God has done in our lives with others? And so we hope you'll be here uh, over the next month. If you don't have a church home, we want you to know you belong here. This is a great place, great group of people, and we want you to be here if you would like to join us. But I have been on vacation for the last three weeks, and I'm just here to tell you the good news that vacation is awesome. Can I get an amen from that? Kids, you should be, you should give a a good amen, because summer vacation is even more awesome, right? Amen, that's right, it's good. I mean, my vacation, well, you know, before I get into, into what we did on vacation, can I just say my vacation was made possible because Pastor Ray, who's preaching at another church today, preached twice. And so I want to thank Pastor Ray. If you didn't get a chance to hear those, go back and watch them online. Great sermons on how we trust God, how we learn to trust His strength, His power, and who He is. Uh, and Pastor Kyle also preached one of the services and so I want to say thank you to him. Great message on loving our enemies. But I also want to thank Pastor Kyle. Deidre and our church board because I picked a great time to be away where they had to make a decision we had COVID happen and so we were online for one week and then the internet decided to kick off and so we were just only in person one week we're sorry folks online or online campus but they did a great job would you just give them a hand for taking care of all of those things But my vacation was awesome. It started off with a rock concert, my favorite band, Switchfoot playing. Got to see them. It was incredible. I got to be with my favorite people, two people on the planet uh, for a, a couple of weeks together, Lori and Jackson. We had fun. Uh, we got to see this beautiful state of ours. This is Sleeping Bear Dunes, uh, one of the places that we visited while we were up north. It was just absolutely gorgeous. We got to sleep outside. I don't know about you but I love it the sounds of the wind through the trees we had one night where there was a a thunderstorm that wasn't too bad we stayed dry in our tents but you could just hear it all night the rain on top of the tent and it's just great now we we can't we can't call it really like backpack camping this is more like tent glamping like I mean I had a queen-size mattress that inflated up to here Uh, you know, we had all of these things. We enjoyed our time together, you know, with our matching car and tent. And if you're wondering, how do we get all that stuff for a week, a week's camping into such a tiny car? Well, I'm thankful for my father-in-law who installed this little device in the back. I mean, we just traveled and enjoyed and did so much together. But you know, I don't know about you, no matter how good or bad the time away is, It is always good to be home in your own bed. Right? It is good to be home. And if you had a terrible time, it's even better to be home and just pull the covers up and be in air conditioning in this hot summer and just enjoy that time. We always long for our own bed. Have you been there? You've had these stories. Good or bad, it's good to be at home in your own bed. Well, this reminds me of a very familiar story in the Bible of someone who traveled a long way away, and it was not a good vacation. It was not a good trip away. It was rough, and it ended in a rougher Place, and this person found themselves longing to be home in their own bed. And that's found in Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 24. A very familiar passage. Because this is the gospel, the good news that Jesus, of Jesus' is teaching, we here at Cross Community stand in honor and reverence to the reading of the Scripture. And so if you're able, would you do that with us? Luke chapter 15, verses 11 through 24. Hear the word of the Lord. Jesus continued, There was a man who had two sons. The younger one said to his father, Father, give me my share of the estate. So he divided his property between them. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there he squandered his wealth in wild living. I will set out and go back to my father and say to him, Father, I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired men. So he got up and went to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him he ran to his son threw his arms around him and kissed him the son said to him father i've sinned against heaven and against you i'm no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his servants quick bring the best robe and put it on him bring a ring for his finger and sandals for his feet bring the fattened calf and kill it let's have a feast and celebrate a food truck party for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. This is the word of God for the people of God. And our response is, thanks be to God. You may be seated. If you're not familiar with this, you're probably familiar with this, this phrase. The prodigal son. It's one of those stories that has been so impactful that even in our everyday world, when someone's been away for a long time, or somebody hits a rebellious streak or something like that, we call them the prodigal son or daughter. You can be a prodigal daughter as well. And so you've heard this story, and it's very familiar, and if you've been in church or around church at all, you've probably heard this story a bunch. But it's one of these things that God does where He takes a familiar story and reshapes it and causes you to see something maybe you've never seen before. And one of the things in this reading as I was preparing for this week was to look at what is not said in the story of the prodigal son. The first thing that is not said is we are not told why he left. We just, it just starts right off that he just went to his dad and said, Hey, give me my portion. And, and then he took off. We're not told may you know, maybe he was just disobedient. Like this wasn't a thing that you did in that day. And that's true. And it it surely would have have looked like it was insulting to the father. Uh, This is the traditional assumption. If you've heard a sermon on this story, you've probably heard he was disobedient, and he got everything he wanted, and he went off to a far land. But it's not necessarily said why he did this. Maybe he was disappointed. Maybe he saw, man, I'm the younger kid and my dad's making all the decisions right now and my, my older brother is probably making decisions with him and I don't agree with that decision. Or they did something that, that wounded me and I'm, I'm not okay with that. And if I don't get my peace, if I don't get in there right now and get what's coming to me, it's all going to be gone because they're making terrible decisions. I know how to run this place. They obviously don't. Maybe they were just disappointed. Maybe he made a decision. Maybe the Warren Buffett of his day said, it's time to invest in wheat or flax. And, and I've got to get my portion. And so if dad would just try, you know, give me my money, I can go and I can invest in flax and wheat. And, and he's got his portion. And maybe he took that and went. Or maybe after he got his portion, he just got distracted. And while he was out there, he saw all that was going on. And and he just got distracted and started scattering that money around. We don't know why exactly that he left. But whatever the reason why he left, we do know one thing. He lacked discernment. And yes, the sermon today is sponsored by the letter D. So if you're writing this down, just be ready. Lots of D's today. He lacked discernment. We see this in verse 13. Not long after that, the younger son got together all he had, set off for a distant country, and there he squandered his wealth in wild living. Now, I've already told you that the Bible uh, was written in a different language. How many of you have studied a different language? Spanish, French, anything along those lines? You know, then, that words and phrases don't always match up when you're trying to get them into English or into the language that you're speaking. Sometimes you need you need a little bit. This is true in this. this. There's a little bit of interpretation, and I want you to see this. So this is one thing I do. I'm a little bit of a language nerd, and so I try and teach some words. Today it'll be in Greek because we're in the New Testament. And that word for squandered is the word dioscorpizzo. Now we're gonna say this together, cause I like for you guys to know these two. Alright, so we're gonna say it together on the count of three. One, two, three, dia scorpidzo. Let's try it one more time. One, two, three, dia scorpidzo. And one more time so you dream about it and can tell people about it at the water cooler tomorrow already. One, two, three, dia scorpidzo. Now what does dia scorpidzo mean? It's that word squandered, if that's not a word we use nowadays. I mean, when was the last time you used the word squandered, you know, in the office? Probably never. But what it literally means is to scatter widely. So he took all that he had and he scattered that wealth widely. Now it also says that it was done in wild living. The word for wild is the word asotos. Can we say that together on the count of three? One, two, three. Asotos. Let's say it one more time. Come on. One, two, three. Asotos. And one more time, just so you get hungry for food truck tonight. Ready? One, two, three. Asotos. What does asotos mean? It's interesting. Because it doesn't mean wild. It means wasteful. This is just a little trivia for you. The word for wasteful, or this asotos, to get it to English... Comes through the word, uh, through the Latin language. And the Latin language, it's prodigalis. Sounds like prodigal, doesn't it? It means wasteful in Latin. So he scattered it widely and he scattered it in a wasteful way. So maybe it was what we, you and I, in our English language talk about wild. Maybe, maybe it was wine, women, and wagers. Who knows? But maybe it was, oh, man, I'm really tired today from last night, and I need to drop seven bucks at Starbucks. I, I mean, star deni- denari for my cup of coffee. Oh, maybe he got into the whole thing of you got to spend money to make money, and those people aren't going to know I'm a serious business person unless I'm driving the, the latest Lexus Chariot. I mean, this is important stuff. And maybe, just maybe, a combination of all those things. He was wasteful. And he scattered it all over the place. We're not told exactly how the scattering and wasting happened. That's another thing we're not told in this story. He ended up, well, I guess technically, his brother liked the story later. I never knew how the older brother figured out when he was in such a faraway place. He accused him of spending it on women. (laughs) But here he is. We're not told, but we know one thing. No matter how he did it, he ended up destitute and dirty. He was out with the pigs. Kids, have you ever seen pigs? Are they clean? No. Where do they like to live? In the mud. Exactly. Well done. And he was there feeding them. And it says he was so hungry that he wanted to eat what pigs eat. Have you ever wanted to eat what pigs eat, kids? Oh, no, that's gross. Gross. But he was so hungry, he lost it all. And in the process, he lost himself. Even his own self-worth and his dignity. He was longing to eat what pigs eat. And that's what we find in verses 14 and 15. But the good news is that that's not where the story ends because the bible says in verse 17 that he came to his senses that he was he was lost he had lost it all he was he was down he didn't know what to do he was long he was hungry and all of a sudden he got an idea he came to his senses he came to himself the bible says and number 7 he devised a plan Now here's another thing we're not told. We're not told. We know his plan was to go home and to make himself a servant and at least he'd have food. At least he'd have bread. We're not told exactly why. If he wanted to go home or if he felt bad about the things that he had done, the way he had scattered the things in wasteful living. But one thing we find out in this story is that he discovers a dad who is waiting. And in some of the most beautiful verses in all of the Bible, we read, But while he, the young son, the wasteful son, was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. I'm not going to go into another Greek word, but the word for compassion is the word, uh, is, it talks about something happened deep in the core of who he was in his guts. He felt it. He saw it and something happened deep inside. He was filled with compassion. And the Latin word for compassion means to suffer with. It so impacted him. Seeing him, maybe seeing him with torn clothes, maybe he was alone long way away and you still smelled him because he'd been working with the pigs but he saw the suffering and the father suffered with him and all of a sudden that deep core gut reaction caused him to run which in our, in that day and age men did not do but he didn't care he saw his son and he was going to get him it's a beautiful passage of scripture The son goes goes ahead with his plan that he had decided upon and starts spouting off things. But the father's not really listening. He's too busy telling other people to do things for his son. You see, the son was looking for his bed. And he was looking for bread. But the father gave him all of that and the one thing he didn't even know that he needed that he was missing, the father gave him belonging. A place to belong. That's the symbol of the coat and the ring and the shoes. And they started to party. A food truck party. They began to party together. Now, do you see yourself in this story? You were meant to. Jesus told this story so that you and I could find ourselves this story tells us something about us as human beings. And we have to ask ourselves today in the story, have I been on vacation from God? Have I traveled a long way away from Him? We don't know why that might happen. Do you feel like though right now that you're far from God? There's something you need. Are you disappointed with God? Has God done something or not done something that has caused you some deep anger and anxiety and frustration and it's caused you to just to want to walk away? You might be like this son. You may have gone to a faraway place. It, it, did life just distract you? You get so busy. You've got kids and you've got four kids and they're in four different sports. And you just feel like over time you're just a taxi service between here, there, school, volleyball, hockey, whatever they're doing. I guess that's next season. And just in the midst of this, there's nothing. There's no time. And you find up and you wind up way away and you feel like whatever happens in my life have you looking in the mirror think i have disobeyed and now i feel like i've lost myself or i've lost friends i've lost my family and there's no way that i could come back into this whatever the reason for why you left can i tell you today That we believe here at Cross Community Church and we have experienced the love of a God who when I'm just looking for bed and bread says I want to give you that but I want you to know that you belong here with me. And he runs to us. He pursues you as soon as you, He sees you. No matter how you left, no matter how far you've gone, God is waiting for you. For you, person online, God is waiting for you and longing for you to come back. And the question today is, are you ready to return? So would you bow your heads and close your eyes? This is something we do every now and then. We believe that the Scripture calls us for a response. And so, with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, you two kids, heads bowed, eyes closed, if you would like to say to me, as a pastor, Pastor Jeff, I feel like I'm far from God right now. Or maybe you're saying, I don't even know what this whole God thing's about. If you feel far from God or want to know more about God, would you just raise your hand right where you are? Our heads are bowed. Nobody's looking. It's just me. Yes. Good. Yes. I see that hand. Good. You can put your hands down. I want you to know, I will be praying for those hands that I saw this week. And if you want more information or you want to answer questions or you need to wrestle out some ways that you're angry with God my door is open come talk to me after the service I would be more than happy to set an appointment that we could talk but I want you to know right now the Father is running to you and all you have to do is open your heart and your arms to him and we do that through a simple prayer. So you, th- you think this along with me, or you can whisper the words after me. Father, thank you for loving me. Thank you for being willing to give me everything that I have. Thank you for seeing beyond my desire for bed and bread and for giving me a place to belong. I want to come home. I I want you to live near me. I want to live near you. Because I need help. I need wisdom. I need strength. I need your love. And I want to learn what it means to be a full human being. So thank you for giving me a place to belong. And I'm trusting in your love, your mercy, your forgiveness. Because of Jesus, who taught this story so long ago and gave his life on a cross. And was raised from the dead that we might know that you are with us. And So we pray and ask these things in his name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Well, now's the time you've all been waiting for. It's about food truck time. So if you have a ticket, would you take it out right now? Hold it up. Hold up your ticket. All right, let's see. If you did not get a ticket, there will be some people ready to hand those out to you. Make sure everybody has a ticket. Because I want you to know that not only is God waiting for you, but we want to further demonstrate this story in our lives today. So you may have come here simply because you wanted to see your kids and you wanted some daily bread from the food truck. But we also want you to know that this is a place, this church community is a place where you can belong. Therefore, just like God's love, The ticket you were given is all you need for food today. Okay? That means it's free. Just like God's embrace. You're here. You have a ticket. All you do is you hand in your ticket. You make your choice and go eat some good food. Now, we hope that as you do that, you will meet some more people And as you eat your daily bread that the kids have been looking at, or learning about all week, you'll look around and you'll see a bunch of people and know that you belong here with us. And we would love for you to journey with us as we, it's our, this is our mission statement. We believe that we are called, we're committed to helping people And we're committed to helping people find and follow Jesus by seeking and serving others. If that sounds like a community you could be a part of, we want you to know you belong here. But take your tickets, get them, let's stand up right now. I'm going to pray to bless the food, and then I'm going to dismiss you to go on right on out, find your way, find some place, eat some food, meet some people, have a great, great time. God's love, like your ticket, is free, and He creates a place for you to belong. And if it's cross-community, we would love that. Let's pray. Father, we thank You for our, our kids. We thank You for all the volunteers and teachers who helped with Vacation Bible School this week. We pray that we would know your love and realize how much you have given us. Give us a place to belong. Bless the food to our bodies. And we pray that we would have a great time of belonging together as we eat. For we pray these things in Jesus' name. And everyone said, I always, one more thing, one thing I always do, I send people out with blessing. God is a God who blesses. And so I want you to go today, knowing that He gave so much for you. He waits for you. He's running towards you. He's embracing you. He wants to live life with you. So I pray you'll go, knowing that He is with you. I pray you'll experience His love this week. I pray you'll have great food and a time together, and that you'll meet at least two friends today. So go in his name. Have a great time. Have good food. Thank you for joining us online. Have a great week. God bless you. Go. Have a great time. Get some food. And I'm going to go get a pie in the face. Thank you for tuning in to Cross Communities Podcast. We hope you will join us next week.